Guys, I'm hopping on. Happy Friday. I'm out on the mic here. Uh, I wanted to talk baseball. So the news broke about probably two-ish in the afternoon yesterday that we are having baseball. 2020 season is a go. Uh, Jeff Passan gets his life back at ESPN. He could stop reporting on every little detail that's coming out of the negotiations between the union and the players, uh, the union and the owners. And uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I'm really, really ecstatic about the fact that the season is back. Um, there was just such a joy that comes yesterday from knowing that we get baseball back. Uh, it was kind of touch and go there for a little while. And, and I actually thought about this a couple weeks ago, about a week and a half back, two weeks, that uh, these baseball negotiations were like a campfire. And uh, the way that a campfire works is you play with it, and you try to figure out what works, how are you gonna arrange the logs, what more do I need to add, uh, how can I design the best fire possible for me and whoever is enjoying the fire with me. And there is a, there is a little bit of an art that comes in creating a campfire. It is not easy, it's, not, it's, it's easier said than done and I know that from experience. Uh, I've had friends that would uh, my wife being one of them, back up that I am not the best campfire maker. I've gotten better, but I am not the best, and <clears throat> I've struggled with it in the past. And baseball is, uh, the negotiations were like a campfire. And the way that they were headed was they were so caught up in how are we going to arrange this fire? It needs more oxygen. No, 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 don't blow on it. And uh, they, they were headed towards overthinking the process so entirely that the fire was going to go out and if they did not do something and come together and figure out how to handle it the fire and baseball as we know it was just going to cease to exist I think this was incredibly important for them to be able to figure this out and to arrange how we were going to have a season but make sure we had a season because I don't know if this would have been recoverable for baseball Uh, we had the steroid era that really revived it in the late 90s early 2000s but this this campfire baseball as a sport I think would have gone out with a whimper I think would have gone out would have ceased to exist had they not been figure out how to make the fire bigger how to make it better and at the very least how to prolong it so welcome back baseball I'm excited to have you back. I cannot wait for the season to start. Opening day is going to be uh, just an incredible moment after thinking, after almost 100 days of a lockout, to think that we weren't going to have baseball to get it back. I am so excited. Uh, Welcome back, baseball. Glad you guys figured it out. Let's play ball. So baseball is back, and that's incredibly exciting. Those who know me know that uh, I'm a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. And all springs are enjoyable and something to look forward to for a Pirates fan because spring is about the only time that Pirates baseball in Pittsburgh actually matters. It won't be long before they're eliminated from contention. And actually the joke that I've had with a couple uh, family members is, Uh, With this adjusted schedule, the delayed start of the season, at least the Pirates won't be eliminated as early this season. Which gets me to a point that I feel is overdue. 
we haven't had much to cheer about as Pirates fans the last 28-ish, 29, almost three decades. And I know that because this year I'll turn 30. And it was um, it was in 1992 when the Pirates last experienced a run of sustained success. I was 42 days old when Sid Bream slid into home plate, knocked the Pirates out of the 1992 playoffs. Um, like a side note here, what a terrible throw by Bonds. Thank you. That was before his head got enormous. Uh, the Pirates didn't even make the playoffs until 21 years later. It was 2013, and even that took some uh, really celestial guidance and intervention from my grandmother, uh, who had recently passed and was a lifetime Bucko fan herself. So that was a really thrilling moment for Pirates fans. 2013, um, Every once in a while, we bring back up the clip of Johnny Cueto dropping the ball, fans clad in black, pirate flags, just incredibly boisterous. Uh, and that was a cool time to be a Pirates fan. That was nine years ago. And they made the playoffs again the following year. And both times, if my memory serves me correct, um, they ran into just juggernaut pitchers taking them out in the wild card round. So since that 2013 season, they've gone right back to being the dumpster truck of a franchise that they've been for basically all of my existence, the majority of the last 30 years. So I've posted this on social media recently, and and I feel the need to pop on a podcast and do the same, but uh, I'm using my personal podcast here to beg, plead, whine, and basically implore Pirates owner Bob Nutting, bottom line Bob, to sell the team. When it comes to stock exchange, you sell when you're high and you buy low. And per prospective buyers, low isn't exactly a trend or a fad, it's the regular. They just stay low. They've won about 16% of games since the turn of the century. Uh, that's averaging about 69 wins per season. And just for all those at home, for the record, they play about 162. So they, uh, they lose significantly more than they win every single year. They hit triple digits, a little too routinely for anybody's liking. They've traded their marquee franchise player more times than uh, I'm going to bother going back and counting. And the last time they did it and traded Andrew McCutcheon, I was so taken aback by the news, I think I might have borderline cried. Uh, He was such an impactful player to the Pittsburgh community. He was a guy they had actually stuck with, had turned into an all-star, developed, represented the Pirates so well. And then when it came time to paying him, they decided that uh, they needed to dump him. And it was time to move on from a guy who had been their own and had been a Pittsburgh Pirate and should have stayed a Pittsburgh Pirate. They have zero interest in winning. Nilch, nada, none. Ownership only cares about making a little bo- a little dollar here or there. Um, and that has prompted the owner to get the name Bottom Line Bob. He's all about just making a buck. No pun intended. And they, and they really do that on Free Shirt Fridays and fireworks on Saturday, from what I gather. I don't live in the city, but it sure seems like those crowds are, are uh, very plentiful, and people make a point of coming out on the weekend to watch a team that will end their games, win or lose, with something exciting. Not to mention they are just totally wasting 
Uh, baseball. I'm going to say baseball's premier ballpark. With apologies to San Francisco, right on the water there. PNC Park has to be, at the very least, one of baseball's most beautiful ballparks. If I was a player, I'd have no interest in Pittsburgh. If I was a coach, again, very little interest unless I needed the career stepping stone. And if I'm a general manager, why on earth would I even bother coming to a place where there is no visible interest in putting the best product on the field year after year? Because it's obvious, the Pirates do not care about putting baseball talent on the baseball field. They can say they're playing the game of trading play now prospects, or sorry, play now guys for play later prospects, but that excuse is utter horse crap when you've been pulling it for 20 plus years. Here's what they do. They develop players. Then when those developed guys are ready to play, ready to be paid, they trade them for new guys they can develop to ultimately trade. It's a never-ending cycle of garbage and fans should be fed up. Here's a kicker. The Pirates are about the only other consistently crappy team in baseball. The other three worst teams this past season were the Orioles, the Tigers, and the Diamondbacks. The Orioles were on the brink of the World Series in the AL Championship just a half decade ago and made the playoffs three times the last decade. The Tigers have not been great in recent years, but they did lose the World Series in 2006, which means they made it there. And the Diamondbacks have a World Series championship at least this century. Meanwhile, the Pirates highlight for the last 28 years has been causing a pitcher to drop a ball coupled with a winning, starved, rabid crowd. So, using this platform to call for a change in Pittsburgh. Pirates fans deserve a better finish than a last place finish every freaking year. There's nothing to look forward to at spring except maybe an above 500 record and maybe possibly, potentially, perhaps, a flirt with a wild card run. Maybe, come July. If we're incredibly lucky, come August. It is ridiculous. It's undeserved for Pirates fans with the level of success they've sustained in their history. And it's time to move on with new ownership. That's all I got for today. That's Matt on the mic, signing off. Mm-hmm.